And the thing is, after all these years, I still look back with wonder. Happy Friday, Wonderlings! This is your host, Angela Bowen, the host of Looking Back on Your Looking Back on My Wonder Years. A Wonder Years podcast. Not mine personally, but Kevin Arnold's Wonder Years. As you know, if you're a regular listener, this show is about Kevin Arnold and his family. But mainly from the POV of Kevin Arnold. Ah, so how's it been, everybody? Have you been having a good week? I've been having a I've been having a good week. It's it's pretty good. Sun's out. We haven't really gotten a lot of rain, but I just want to say, you know, I have been praying for all of those in North Carolina and even if South Carolina too. With that Hurricane Florence, I um Jeremy's got family that lives down there and um yeah, this just this is just, I'm happy that their you know companies are already getting on the bandwagon like start getting you know emergency relief and heading down there and everything because who knows how much the damage this is gonna do. I mean, Florida with what happened to Florida wasn't that just last year? I I think, but. Mm. You know, um, also, if you guys are regular listeners, um, you've heard me talk on the podcast about my, my father being diagnosed with, uh, he now has stage four cancer and his chemo, he's been getting, uh, chemo treatments, which he'll most likely be on for the rest of his life. Um, but what I wanted to say is today my sister took it upon herself, which is really awesome, to help my dad be able to do kind of like a bucket list thing where, um, you know, he wants to go to Mount Rushmore. He wants to, you know, see the, the places that he's always wanted to go to but has never been. So, she, you know, she's taking him and Pam... My dad's girlfriend. Well, they've been together for almost 20 years. Um, On a two-week vacation, I guess towards the end of the trip, they are going to go on it. I guess that's kind of on Pam's bucket list is to do a hot air balloon ride. I'm like, oh boy, I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) I really don't think I could. But it's just, just great that my sister's doing this. She's able to, you know, spend this time with with my dad and and everything that's that's great so i'm really looking forward to being able to hear about their trip as they're going along so so just before i get into the show i want to say i usually say that if you're new to the podcast i have some social media for the podcast if you want to follow along you can go to Facebook, looking back at my Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast. You can even go find it on Instagram, LBOM, Wonder Years podcast. You can follow along with upcoming episodes and other fun stuff. I like to post, you know, pictures and stuff like that. Also, I have Gmail. If you would like to send me a message, you can do so at LBOM, Wonder Years podcast at gmail.com. And the email link will be in the description as well. Um, also, if you're a regular listener, 
Or if you're new and you like the podcast, I would love it if you would go to iTunes under Looking Back in My Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast, and leave a review. That really helps out the podcast and gets it more noticed by people. Alright guys, you know what? Let's waste no time. Let's get into this episode. First we'll do uh, the IMDB and then I'll go to the booklet and then of course the quote opening quote from the episode. So this is season six, episode two, entitled Fishing, which aired on September 30th, 1992. The Arnold men embark on their tri-annual three-day fishing trip. So you're telling me that Jack takes nine days out of the year to go on this trip three times a year with his two sons. I have a hard time buying that because it's the first time we've ever heard of this thing. While on the trip, it quickly becomes evident that Kevin and Wayne have outgrown the whole camping experience. Well, probably. Yeah, they're... I mean, Wayne's, what, 18, 19? Kevin's 16? They don't want to hang out with their dad like that anymore. It's not... You know, they're grown, growing up. They don't want to do it. Uh, this episode's got an 8.2 out of 10. Wow. Okay, cool, cool. A hundred out of 119 ratings. And like I said before, seasons, a lot of seasons, I have some of them I have flat out never seen before. So this is going to be fun. This episode was directed by Greg Beeman, writers Neil Marlins and Carol Black, who are the creators, and written by Paul, or Paul, got Paul Brain, <laughs> written by Phil Doran. Gotcha. All right. Uh, oh, we got some trivia. Here we go. At the beginning of the episode, the narrator says that this fishing trip is triannual. He goes on to say it's ever. Oh, oh, goes on to say it's every three years. Every three years would be triannual. Triannual, not triannual. Three times a year. Oh, oh, oh. Well, every three years isn't bad. That's not terrible. But any... Mm, I don't don't know. (laughs) Okay. Let's go to the booklet now. Here we go. The annual father and sons, because Jack has two sons, (laughs) fishing trip is weighed down by various problems that arise, threatening the fate of future trips. Featured song, Going Up the Country by Canned Heat. I heard that song? Well, when I hear it, I can tell whether I've heard it before. All right, here's a quote. Narrator, adult Kevin. The hardest part of growing up is having the ones you've always turned to turn to you. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I can imagine. I mean, if my dad turned to me for advice, I'd try my best. But it's almost like... This guy's got how many years of wisdom on me? What wisdom could I possibly impart? Unless he's at, I mean, if were my dad, um, a couple of times I had been over there over the years, he's like, eh, I just got this new TV. Can you help me set it up? And I'm like, Duh. or when I would bring Jeremy over there, my dad, hey, Jeremy, can you look at this TV? It's like, what? Why? I just want to hang out and talk. I don't want... I, 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 
do my best again. They just think that I'm some electronics TV whatever whiz because of how I would work with the, the VCR and everything and hook everything up and everything. It's like, but I'm not an electronics wizard. But all right, guys, let's let's do this. Let's get into this fun episode. I, I I remember seeing this one, and it gets a little crazy. Well, Jack, you are dealing with the uh, you know teen teenager teen boys, and you know how rowdy boys can get, especially Kevin, no, especially Wayne, especially Wayne, and with. I'm pretty sure, now that I think about it, that season six is the only season of the Wonder Years that does a cold open. So this is a new thing. So we hear the rooster crow. It's clearly very early in the morning. And Kevin kind of does open this with a narration of, ever since there have been fathers and sons, there have been father and sons and sons traditions as we see jack is decked out in his fishing gear he's got his vest he's got his hat wayne's coming along he's got this giant fish net that catches you know the fish when you you know with the the fishing pole you get it in the net and all that fun stuff rituals that bond man to boy and boy to man that just kind of kind of weird, guys. I'm gonna play this clip because Kevin's doing a better job than I am. Was that quote uh, I quoted? I thought that was like the beginning quote. I don't know where that comes along in this episode. Kevin is loaded down with this giant cooler and the top of the cooler, and it's kind of dark. It's like like early morning, um, dawn. It's probably gotta be like five thirty in the morning or. Or six or something. And the sun is barely cresting over the hills. Ever since there have been fathers and sons, there have been father and son traditions. Rituals that bond man to boy and knit boy to man. In my family, there was one tradition that outranked all others in sheer gross ritual tonnage. The triannual Arnold three-day fishing trip. Is that everything? I think so. Yeah. All right, let me check. Every few years, Dad would round up the poles and boots in his old army tent in the attic and pack us off for a weekend at Burlinger Falls. Not that we had a choice in the matter. Okay. Looks like we got it all. Everybody ready? No. Yes. Right, Dad, we're ready. Good, let's get started. So that fall of 1972, we headed off for our first expedition since I was 12. I get the front seat. I get the front. Just get in the car. Fine, then I get the back seat. <laughs> Sucker. Butthead. <laughs> the funny thing is, of all the trips we ever made, it's the one I remember most. Not because it was the best, or the worst. Are we there yet? Wayne. Hey, just asking. But because it was the last. So it's the triannual, which he, which, like the, the goof, the trivia there says that Kevin actually means that, well, Kevin's 
what, 16 now? So, and he said the last trip they went on was when he was 12. Well, we never see that. <laughs> we never see that trip. So, um, also, and the way that they throw the cooler, the net, the every fi- probably fishing post, they just, like, toss it, just toss it all in. Oh, you Dad's just like, oh, well, we got everything. There's no organization. That cooler's just popping up the top of the the trunk there. Oh, shit's going to get broken. So, and Jack just turns to the boys like, oh, all right, you ready? And Wayne's like, no. And Jack just kind of gives him like, look like, you want to change that no to a yes? And Wayne's like, uh, yes. <laughs> and Kevin's like, yeah, Dad, we're ready. And immediately the boys get into it with the whole, hey, I get the front seat. No, I get the front seat. And Jack just looks at him like, well, you get in the fucking car. I don't care who gets what. Let's go. Front seat for a lot of time. I remember my cousins did this stuff. Whereas when we go to a store, when we leave, someone's like, I call the front seat. Or I call whatever. And they would take off running in the parking lot to get to the the van first. And there'd always be a like, no, nah, I mean, because there was like four or five of them. And it's like, I never had to do that. I never had to do that. I mean, my sister was six years older than me. So usually it was... When my when it was my dad and I and my sister, I always sat in the back. There was no question. I never asked for the front seat. So when she moved out, then you know I pretty much became a, a passenger at the the front seat. So that's the best. You know, control the radio and all that stuff. So Wayne just kind of looks at. He's like, "All right, I call the back then," and he just. Jumps in the back, flops down, stretches out like, oh yeah, yeah, oh I'm gonna sleep now. Good night. And Kevin's like, eh, whatever, cause yeah, oh yeah, you're sitting next to Dad. He's probably gonna want to talk your ear off, Kevin. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Jack does kind of organize things and get things kind of shoved down. It's like yeah, because you gotta like put the trunk down and the the top of the trunk and get everything fit in there. So, so they're going to Burlinger Falls. I don't know where the heck that is. It's probably a couple hours away. I noticed Jack is wearing jeans. Now, do we ever really see him wearing jeans? Usually it's like slacks and a button-up shirt. I mean, that's probably for work, but... Yeah, I don't... Maybe, yeah, on the weekends he probably... You know, when he's putzing around the house, when he's fixing his car, he's probably most likely wearing jeans, so never mind. And it's just a weekend. This is probably a Saturday. They come back Sunday night. So we come out of that terrible intro. Guys, I'm sure you heard me mention last week how much I don't like the intro. I'm going to stop it. I'm not going to mention it anymore because you'll probably get tired of me talking about it. So uh, We open up the episode. We get a home movie of some of the um, footage from the lake and everything and the boys going camping with dad and how it was such a great time and it was so fun and i remember just before the um intro kicks in kevin says he remembers this trip not because it you know was the greatest trip or the worst it's because it was the last trip they ever took which 
I mean, you got to think about it. You know, Wayne's 18. He's got a job. You know, he's working at Norcom. Kevin's going to be graduating and then going off to college. Jack dies two years from now. Especially because it's uh, every three years type trip. So, yeah. Well, maybe Kevin will continue the tradition with his son when he gets old enough. Or the nephew. No, the nephew. He's got Michael for that kind of thing. I don't know, Karen and Michael definitely sound like they would be the outdoorsy type. I really think they would be. So as we're going through this, we already see Wayne tussling with, with Kevin, trying to get the fishing rod out of his hands. Like, give me the fishing rod. Like, guys, guys. And they're, like, on this little, it's not a, it's not a cliff. It's like a little uh, rock formation area. It's like, he's. Don't knock him into the water. So Jack's showing the big fish that he caught, and and Kevin's just kind of narrating how it's a time when kids could be kids, men could be men, having fun times. We see Jack, and he looks like he's wearing the exact same getup that he's wearing. He's wearing this because he does not look like. And none of these flashbacks. The kids change ages because they're younger. Norma and Jack never do because it's not like they hire younger versions of Jack and Norma for these things. They just get them and pretend like, oh yeah, they're like 10 years younger than what they are now. Like, no, 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 that's not how it works. But we see Jack in the tent. He's really you know, animated with with his hands. He's telling the boys like maybe a ghost story or a hunting story, and the kids are just watching him in awe and just enamored of their dad, this great, amazing guy. And this is so cute because the boys look. Wayne, I'm gonna say, has got to be nine or ten, and Kevin's got to be maybe like seven or eight. And I think it's, they're in the tent, and the boys decide to, like, kind of jump on Dad. Like, oh, we're going to wrestle you to the ground, Dad. Eh, we're going to tag team you, or however that works with wrestling. It's so cute. So cute. Berlinger Falls. Fresh air, trees, a suburban outdoorsman's Valhalla, where men could kick back in the company of men. Such as they were. It was a place where dads could be dads, and kids could be kids. Where fathers and sons could share things, together, three men in a tent. Okay, so the song I mentioned, I wasn't sure had I heard it, I'm like, no, I've heard this song before. Yep. So it's daylight now, the sun is purely shining, so this has probably got to be at least, what, a couple hours away, maybe? Wayne's chilling in the backseat. You know, he's being the typical backseat driver. Like, gee, Dad, can you go any slower? And Jack's like, what are you talking about? I'm going 55. And Wayne's like, whoa, 55. And Kevin's just kind of like smirking. Like, they're razzing on their dad. <laughs> it's typical. Like, yeah, we're going to have fun with dad. Because they're older now and they're, you're just completely really sarcastic. Granted, it's probably cuter when they were younger and Jack just would laugh it off. Now he's like, what the hell are you talking about? Go 55! That's a speed limit. I'm not going over it. No way in hell would Jack ever break the speed limit and go faster. 
Because this is a typical highway. That's probably what the speed limit was back then, was 55. This is 1972. Trouble was, to get there, first you had to be three men in a car. Gee, Dad, can you drive a little bit slower? What are you talking about? I'm driving 55. Whoa. Not that bickering in the bucket was anything new to us. Kevin, I said turn down that music. Why? It's too loud. It is not. Still, this time, it was clear something had changed. Something hard to define. Who thought of this stupid trip anyway? What's that supposed to mean? It means why are we going? Fortunately, when it came to questions of cosmic dimensions, the old man was a pro. Look, I took a day off, I got you two a day off, and now we're going fishing. And that's all I want to hear. Understood? Got And given the circumstances, it was probably as good a reason as any. After all, this was ritual. This was tradition. This was Ed's bait shot. Remember? So, in the clip, Wayne is in the back seat going through the tackle box. Just, I don't know what jar of something that he opens, but apparently it does not smell good. Jack's kind of telling Kevin, like, hey, can you please turn down the radio? It's too damn loud. And Kevin's like, it's not too loud. But, of course, Kevin relents and turns it out anyway. He's looking at a... The magazine said, like, Barron's or something, so I don't know if it's, like, a fishing magazine. Um... But Jack, okay, so this is a Friday because it's got to be a Friday because you got Kevin out of school, you got Wayne out of work and Norcom. Like, hey, I got you guys a day off of work. I don't understand what you're complaining about. Let's just enjoy this trip. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah, more fun for Jack than the boys. Uh, they're older, you know, they're not into it. Like, you know, I think Jack's just searching for, like, that old... Remember when we used to do this when we were young? We had so much fun and we'd wrestle and we'd, do, we'd fish and we'd have a boy's time. But no, the boys are not into it. And I think that's just gonna... Jack's wanted to relive old times and the boys just aren't into that anymore. So they stop at Ed's bait shop. And this is kind of funny because... Wayne, of course, I think Bailey's 18, 19, and 1972, was the drinking age still 18? I'm going to look that up real quick. Alright, so I just pulled this up. Legal drinking age in 1972. There's no, no There was no known drinking age before prohibition in 1990. Really? So 10-year-olds could get s totally trashed. That's great. Smashed. However, the drinking age was changed to 21 after Prohibition. The drinking age was lowered to 18 in 19... Well, there you go, buddy! Wayne, have at it! Have yourself a drinking fest. Uh, with the passage of the 26th Amendment. Alrighty, that's great. As we see Wayne get a whole large case full of beer. It's like one of those, you know how like six packs are like in those little uh, cardboard holder things? Not the not the kind that you can pick up and get, but the long ones that normally you would just like take a six pack out of. Yeah. He just takes the whole like 
cardboard thing and left like, okay, this will be good for the weekend. Does this, like I said, this is Friday. Jack got Kevin out of school. He got Wayne out of work and himself out of work. So basically it's a three-day fishing weekend. What kid could forget? It's bait shop. The last outpost before the wild. Nightcrawlers, inchworms, grubs. What kid could forget it? Okay, fan out. We need hooks, leader, waders, and lures. Wait a minute. Uh, Dad, how about some food? Food? Yeah. You know what to eat. What are you talking about? We don't need food. We're gonna catch fish. Get beans. Yeah, beer. Yeah. Yeah. And soda for Kevin. <laughs> Wait a minute. Dad, I'm 16 years old. So? So? I can handle a brew. Figured I'd get the priority straight from the get-go. Fine. Get him root beer. Seemed clear this tradition business was gonna have its drawbacks. Not just for me. Where's Ed? Ed? You know Ed. He's nice old guy. Uh, he's dead. Boating accident a couple of years ago. Mm. Well, send him our regards. So, you're a little fishing. Yeah. Fortunately, not in a boat. We're heading up to Burlinger Falls. A little secret spot I found. Can't go up there anymore. Not by car, anyway. They closed that road last summer. The only way ends by foot. Eight miles. It was a major setback. For tradition. For memories. Well, we're going anyway. But not for my father. Oh my gosh, you guys! <laughs> so... Jack's hitting up one of his old memory spots. He's like, oh, boys, you remember Ed's bait shop, don't you? Oh, what a time we had. We'd get bait and this and that, and it was awesome. A lot of things have changed in the last, what, four years since the last time they came up here. Because Kevin said he was 12. He's 16 now. And Jack and the boys enter. He kind of puts his... Uh, hands on Wayne and Kevin's shoulders like, alright boys, fan out, we need fishing lures, we need this, we need waders, we need that. And I'm like, isn't that some of the stuff that would be in the tackle box? But wait a minute, waders wait, like, waders like, wading in, oh, boots! Okay. And the first thing Wayne brings up, he's like, well, what about, like, food? And Jeff just turns around, cause he's like, looking at one of those, uh, you know, turn-style things that's got, like, a bunch of stuff on it. And Jack just turns around and looks at him like he's not. Wayne's crazy. Like, wait, what? What do you mean, food? We're gonna fish! We're eating fish! We don't need any food! And the way Jack is like, what are you talking about? I, I mean, like, is there anyone else in the store? Like, Dad, please, please, you're making a scene. You don't need to have an outburst. But yeah, they need so a little something other than just fish. I mean, seriously, if I were going on a road trip, 
I'm like, all right, guys, we gotta hit up Wesco. We need to get some pop. We need to get some snacky snacks. We need just a real road trip. Just, yeah. Whenever Jeremy and I go, like, anywhere that's two to three hours away, Jeremy always does the driving when it comes to that. I'm like, all right, we gotta hit up Wesco. Gotta get some drinks. Gotta get some snacks. That's how it goes. They had no snacks. They had no drinks on the way up there. But that's what Ed's bait shop is. And so... Jack just looks at Wayne and is like, get beans. Just get some beans. We'll cook them over a fire. And Wayne's like, beer. Got it. I'll get some. And of course, this is where Kevin kind of chimes in. And he's like, oh, yeah. Beer. Yeah. And Jack kind of shouts to Wayne like, hey, get Kevin some soda, some pop or whatever. And Jack... Kevin's all like, Dad, I can handle a brew. He's like, I'm 16. I'm thinking, Kevin, the drinking age is 18. Jack's not going to be responsible by giving alcohol to a minor. I don't care that they're going to be out in the woods and that it's just one. No. Some cop gets in there. He's like, hey, how old are you, son? 16? You're drinking beer? That's beer on your breath, right? Sir? I'm going to have to write you a citation for supplying alcohol to a minor, regardless of him being your son. And Jackson, he's like, so? You're 16. Who cares? Get him a rut beer, Wayne. Kevin, you're not drinking beer. I mean, yeah, cut loose, have fun, but you're not going to break the law and you're not going to include your dad in that. I still, guys, I cannot believe Kevin had the gall to turn around like, Dad, I'm 16. Gee, I was never asking my dad, Dad, can I have a sip off of your beer? Granted, when he was around, I would occasionally shake sips from bottles of beer, and then I would put the cap back on. But anyway, that's a story for another time. That Beer tastes nasty, guys. I don't drink that shit. It, bleh. I mean, more the merrier to those that enjoy the taste of it. But I'm just, it's it's nasty. It, mm. All right, guys, let, guys let's uh, survey what we got here. We got four cans of pork and beans. We got some um, sodas and because they didn't come in cans yet or bottle, plastic bottles. Uh, we got some fishing lures. We got some 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 cans of... What is that? Fasted beer? Pasted? What? I can't tell. It's it's fake. It's not real. It's, you know, stock. You know, product placement of some unknown beer that doesn't exist. So at the counter, um, we get this... Nice blonde lady that's probably in her mid-30s. Um, yeah, she brings some news for, for Jack. As you hear in the clip, he's like, oh, well, where's Ed? And he, she's like, Ed? He's like, yeah, nice old man. And she does not waste any time. Like, oh, well, and she's not subtle about it either. She's like, oh, well, Ed's, he's dead. He's dead. He died. Fishing accident. Boating accident. Wait. So, to, uh, burst Jack's happy bubble even more, uh, you know, Jack mentions, well, I'm going up to Burlinger Lake, or whatever the fuck it's called, um, and she just kind of looks at him like, can't go up there anymore, the road's closed, you can't go, you can't drive up there, the only way in is by foot, 
eight miles. And Jack kind of stands his ground like, we're going anyway. We're going to do this. And the boys, of course, are looking at him like, are you fucking kidding me? Eight gall day. And they're going to be carrying all that damn... Where... Well, they probably got room in the cooler for those 12 beers. And, you know... And you might be able to fit all that fishing crap into that tackle box, maybe. And then... Oh my gosh, guys, what about... How are they going to open those cans of beans? Do they have a can opener? Oh, I hope they have a can opener. They gotta have a can opener. It's just also to pop the top on those be um sodas too. Also, guys, I noticed he he said waiter, so I mess you know those those boots when you're wading into the water and all that. He got one pair. So is he the only? He he. I don't see the boys wanting to do the fishing thing. That's those are Jacks. Those are gonna be for Jack. Cause I was gonna no way in hell those boys are all got the same shoe size and they're all gonna wear those. Waiters once. No. Once they're, like, in the water, once they've been used once, it's like, ew, gross. I know they're waterproof. Mm. The only time you're using other people's shoes is at the bowling alley. And I haven't been in the bowling alley in, like, more than a decade. And I will say that, I'll give this to Jack. He is a determined man. He's like, yeah, you say we can't go up there. We're going up there. I'm going to make this happen. I took off a day of work to do this. I took my boy out of school. I took my son. I got him a day off. We're doing this. No amount of brush and shrubbery is going to keep my car from getting through to this lake. So I'm going to play this clip as Jack is driving through all this you know, it's overgrown wooded area that you probably should not be driving. They're going to get that vehicle stuck. They're going to get it stuck. After all, we were campers, not hikers. I can't believe this. That's a shame you know what you're doing. What are you talking about? Just a few leaves. Even though it was more like the whole forest. You know, maybe we ought to... Scrap this plan. Head for home. What do you think? Yeah, I think he's got a point. Seems clear to us. Some things were meant to be, some weren't. Don't be ridiculous. Come this far, we're not turning back. Dad, we don't even know where we are. Of course we do. I never get lost. And so, thanks to Dad's built-in compass and a lot of good luck, we finally arrived. Three hours later. We're here. Oh, good. Yeah. Great. So, what do you think? But what can we say? We've been shanghai from our beds, hauled through the woods and dumped here. And for what? It's perfect, isn't it? Just like it always was. And the funny thing is, at that moment, Seeing it through Dad's eyes, suddenly that stupid little spot didn't seem all that bad. It's okay. Not bad. And there was only one more thing to say. Let's get moving. Time to make camp. So, as Jack's driving into this jungle mess, 
the boys are all like, Dad, how about we just scrap this plan and go home, okay? And Jack's like, no, no, we've come this far. We're going to see it through. Don't worry about it. Kevin's like, Dad, we don't even know where we are. And I noticed that the boys are getting hit with, roll up your windows. Why aren't your windows rolled up? No wonder you get hit in the face with branches and shit. As they're, like, picking leaves off themselves. And it's funny how Jack's like, oh, I never get lost. Like, really? Oh, Dad, um, remember that time that we, like, got lost when we were, like, trying to find me a suit and pants? Remember that trip? How it took, like, five hours? Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to bring that up, though. <laughs> that was in season four. That was, like, the that road trip episode with him and Jack. Wasn't it called road trip? I was right. Season 4, episode 16, Road Trip. Kevin is forced to take a one-hour drive with his dad to get fitted for a new suit. Things go, don't go as planned. When his dad gets him lost, 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 Jack, and refuses to listen to Kevin, who desperately tries to help. Okay. <laughs> so they finally, they get out of the clearing, out of the, out of the all the brush and everything. This boy's like, pick branches and leaves off him. You gotta roll your windows up, boys. Uh, and Jack's like, ah, oh, we're here. <sighs> Isn't this great? And Kevin and and Wayne kind of try to see this through Jack's eyes. And it's a, it's a nice clearing. You see the, the 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 whatever water pond lake whatever it's. And and they're like, yeah, it's it's pretty nice. There's I don't know whether they're just either. They are trying to see it through Jack's eyes and see the majestic beauty and everything and just, you know, get a feel for, like, just get those those memories, those happy memories of of times before to help fill you up with, with like, it's going to be a great time. We're going to have fun. Um, and Jack's like, all right, boys, let's camp. Let's get, let's get things unpacked. Let's get things set up. Get the tent set up. And we see, um... What looks like a bag that's got a tent in it. We see the tent poles. Oh, I have never set up a tent before. I don't ever want to. I'm so happy. Excuse me, that Jeremy does not like to camp. I only went camping once, and that was with my friend and his family up to Mackinac. And uh, he and I, like, shared air mattress and stuff like that. Um, we weren't dating or anything like that, but even still... Um, it was, it was, diff I wouldn't recommend, I mean, if you like to camp, that's awesome, great on you, I'm not knocking anyone who loves to camp. Um, I remember my dad and I, when I was 14, he had gotten a cabin up at Six Lakes in Michigan, which is probably like... 45 minutes to an hour away from where we lived. And we'd always, like, we'd go to Family Fair. We'd get, like, Spartan brand pop. We'd get, like, you know, you know grape, lemon, lime, um, whatever. We'd always get Gardetto. So, thank you, Dad, for my Gardetto addiction. That's that's great. Um, and it's funny because I would always, I'd eat the rye chips. I'd eat the pretzels. And this was back when the Gardetto's bag had, like, a see-through little window in the front where you could actually see what's in it. 
And of course, my dad would be left with like just some breadsticks. Imagine two people going through. Yeah, that that bag didn't last long, but that was a good trip. You know, it was fun. He'd go out on the on the the water, and I'd fish off the dock and everything. The little cabin, the little cabin wasn't really that great. It really wasn't. But you know, I had my dog Delilah with me, and I remember one time taking my bike and just riding into that small little town. I actually stopped at some stranger's house. It was like a little farm, and I like asked if I could get a drink of water. She didn't let me in her house, of course, but uh, she gave me a drink of water, so that was nice. <laughs> All right, so we get a little montage of them kind of setting up the tent. Jack's got um, a little lantern there. He's got a fishing pole. They're, they're just... They're getting into the spirit of camping and everything like that. And they're, they're kind of, you know, they're having a good time setting stuff up. They're in a good mood. I honestly, if that's the same tent that Jack and the boys have been using. Oh, there's my lunch. I like how the tent, how they just like pull on a string and the tent just rises. So, um, I'm going to play this clip here. Of the montage with them like setting everything up and Kevin kind of talking about you know, just getting back in the spirit of things and how things used to be when they went camping. He's definitely got a better attitude about it right now, so that's good. Although, it probably won't last very long. So we set to work, carving out our place in the great outdoors. Following a ritual we'd known since we were kids. It's funny, but setting up that old tent kind of like going back in time. And somehow, working like that, we recaptured something we'd almost forgotten. Beans. This is the life, isn't it? Don't worry. Tomorrow we'll get up early and catch us a mess of fish, right? Sure, Dad. <laughs> it was great. Old times. Good times. Sitting around the fire... Dad and me skinning Wayne at cards. Jim. What? It was kind of like finding out your pet hamster could do calculus. Dad, pop me a beer, will you? Yeah, me too. What the hey? It was worth a shot. Never mind. You know, I've been thinking. One of these days I'm going to chuck it all. Find us a place to retire. Like this. We could build us a cabin, logs, maybe. Wouldn't have to be much. It was the same old dream Dad had talked about since I was three years old. We could come here in April and stay till it snowed. We could catch fish all summer, live off what we caught. It was like a litany. We'd heard it a hundred times before. Still that night, for some reason. Now, what about your mortgage? that got to do with it? Well, don't you like owe the bank a pile? Yeah. I mean, is that really practical? I mean, with what you make and everything? Of course, looking back, our two cents might not have been exactly in the spirit of the moment. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Another hand, huh? 
good call. After all, things were a little rough around the fire. So it's nighttime, it's around the campfire, and they're playing gin rummy. And I'm just thinking, I, I'm sure, is that campfire really, it's giving off enough light for them to even see what cards they have in their hands, but... I guess in the past, Kevin and Jack used to really cream Wayne when it came to card playing. And Wayne surprises them both by getting gin. Like, what? Wow, okay. So, like some, you know, dads probably do. My dad did. Jack talks about, you know, when he finally retires, he wants to get a place like, you know, you know, uh, like a cabin or something near a lake, like an area like this, and just fish all the time, you know, eat fish all the time. And the thing is, he's like, we'll catch fish and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just thinking, well, wait a minute. So either he's talking about, when I retire, you guys can come up here from time to time with me and we'll continue this, you know, Arnold men fishing tradition, or does he mean more like, hey, when I retire, Norma and I can get a place, a, a cabin of sorts, and kind of do that, which I can't really see. I don't know. She might be into it. Um, but Kevin and Wayne kind of take the wind out of Jack's sails when. Wayne brings up the whole thing, well, what about your mortgage? Don't you owe a lot on it? And then Kevin's like, well, do you really think this is practical? Guys, 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 this is not serious, serious talk. This is talk of, you know, every person at some point in their life has dreams about, you know, when I retire, I'm going to this. When I, you know, stop working, I'm going to, they're dreams, dreams that may or may not ever see reality. So the fact that and Jack just, he looks kind of forlorn and a little hurt. It's like wow boys, way to shit on my dreams. I mean, I remember my dad and this was probably when I was like 14, 15. It was probably before, you know, um, Pam was even in the picture at the time. And, you know, my dad, you know, owns land, you know, uh, fields where he would, um, you know, cut hay and stuff, and he owns the woods behind there. And, you know, we'd go for a walk on a, on, on a nice, like, fall day, and he'd just say, you know, one day I'm gonna come up here and on top of this hill I'm gonna put, like, a log cabin or something like that. And I was kind of like, oh, where will I be? He's like, well, this is gonna be, you know, down the road. You're gonna be, you know, most likely out of the house by that. You're gonna be living your life. This is just me. And God, now they think about it, and it's really sad. I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, a dream of his. And like, maybe not a serious dream, but... I don't know. Even that will never happen. But anyway, guys, I, I don't want to be downer. Um, so Jack decides, you know, I think it's time to turn in. And the boy's like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. That sounds like a good idea. They get to the tent. So we got a 40-something-year-old man, an 18-year-old almost man, and a 16-year-old teenager. Okay, the last time when we saw, like, the home movies, Wayne was maybe, like, 9 or 10. Kevin was maybe 6 or 7. Jack was 
deck. There was plenty of room. The boys are a lot older now, a lot bigger. This tent, they've grown. The tent has not. So I'm going to play that clip. At least we always had the comfort of the old tent. <laughs> Jack's in the middle, Wayne's on one side of the tent, Kevin's on the other. The boys kind of start to tussle a little, like, Wayne starts like, Yeah, you're in my spot, and blah, blah, blah. And Jack's like, guys, just chill a minute here. And he kind of looks around and he's like, what happened? And I'm like, you got too big, guys. <laughs> you got too old. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know, they're all caught up in the moment when they're setting the tent up. No one even thought. To think that, oh god, that tent does not look like it's going to hold a grown man and two large teenage guys there. So, of course, to make matter, because Wayne's like, we should have stayed in a hotel. And Jack's like, Wayne! And Kevin's like, you know, I'll sleep outside. And Wayne's like, no, I'll sleep outside. And Jack's like, no, guys, I will sleep outside. And all of a sudden, boom, downpour. Of course it's going to be a downpour. It's going to be raining, so nobody's going to sleep. You still got the car. Go sleep in the car. Sleep in the car. Seriously. And also, there's a leak in that dang tent. Okay, no one's sleeping in that tent. Get that stuff out of there before you get it ruined. The sleeping bags. So the next morning, the guys are fishing. And it's funny, I just now notice that they're all wearing some type of checked flannel. And we don't even know where they slept. I doubt they slept in the tent. They probably they probably took shelter in the car. So the guys are fishing. Wayne and Kevin are trying to get uh, a hold on their fishing pole. Just trying to, you know, work the kinks out. Kind of get accustomed to, uh, you know, what a... You know, fishing and everything with the pole. Getting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're getting eaten up by those damn mosquitoes. Crap. Guys, did not. I did not see bug spray there. I did not see bug spray. They had to have had bug spray, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Remember Karen's birthday? When they were shopping for. The guys were shopping for Karen. And Wayne picked up some bug spray. It's a shame he didn't pick up any bug spray, uh. 
now, because you guys, luckily West Nile was not around in 1972 or anything like that, but it's like, crap, yeah. Oh, okay, so they did have bug spray, but of course they ran out enough. You bring more than one can. There's three of you. Guys, oh. Jack is really the only one that is really calm. You know, he's swatting mosquitoes and stuff like that, but he's not complaining. He's just trying to, you know, enjoy his time there. So Jack's kind of giving lessons to Kevin. Like, hey, Kevin, you got to cast out further if you want to catch anything. Like, eh, you're not catching any fish, Flair. You're not catching any fish. So I'm going to play this clip. The next morning, the clouds had cleared. By some miracle of physical engineering, we'd made it through the night. Alive. And as the sun rose, hope once again sprang full-blown in the Arnold Manley breast. After all, this was fishing. This was tradition. This was... Carnage. Does anyone have any bug spray? We ran out an hour ago. Seemed the only thing biting around here were the mosquitoes. So it was time to fall back on the oldest technique known to fishermen in times of trouble. Kevin, you gotta cast it up further if you wanna catch anything. Give the other guy advice. Don't worry about me, I know what I'm doing. Even though I didn't. Dad! Dad, I got a bite! You need help? No, I got it. And I did. I had it. The first catch of the day. Easier in. Easier in. It was big, all right. Big, mean, tough. It was... totally humiliating. <laughs> Personally, I'd throw it back. It's flat. Nah, keep it. It'll look good on the wall. <laughs> Pretty funny. So, Kevin thinks he's got a fish. Jack's kind of giving him guidance. Like, okay, just... Rolling in slowly, easy, easy, easy. And Kevin, of course, doesn't want any direction from his dad. Like, dad, don't worry, I got this. It's a tire. And of course, Wayne is making a joke. But I think it doesn't really get on Kevin's nerves until Jack kind of chimes in. Because Wayne's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Personally, I throw it back. It's a little flat. And then Jack's like, hey, no, keep it. We can mount it on the wall. Like, ugh, dad. He expects that from, you know, they're just boys. They're just guys, you know, making digs. So Kevin's just kind of probably finding another spot to fish. Wayne's still bringing up the, t I hear the tires are really biting today. And Jack's kind of looking at him kind of like, <laughs> yeah, that is funny. <laughs> Kevin, come on, bud. Be a good sport. Just laugh it off. Who cares? It's a fucking tire. I wonder if there's any fish in the lake. <laughs> I mean, how did a tire get in there? Somebody clearly is using that as a dumping ground for like trash and junk and garbage. So Kevin's wading into the water. I think he's got those waders on. And I guess, what, is he going to do some fly fishing or something like that? Because you're scaring all the fish. I guess Kevin kind of like, uh, mm, like takes a misstep when he's in the water and kind of stumbles just a bit. Like, oh, it's a little deeper than I thought. Like, Jesus, Kev, what are you doing? 
Oh, oh, he's wearing, yeah, the waiter's almost like, uh, they're like pants or something. Those look like rubber pants. So what is, is Kevin going to try to stab the fish with the end of his fishing pole? That's not going to, with the handle? Eh, ain't going to do anything. Yeah, Kevin, that's not a spear. And what the hell is Wayne da- Oh my god. That was the thing my dad would always get me on whenever he'd take me out fishing, which was only a couple times. Because I'd always get my line tangled. I don't know what the hell Wayne is doing with his. His is like a, a cobweb mess of, like, line all tangled together. And he's just sticking out his tongue, like, laughing at Kevin. Like, <laughs> like uh, Wayne, you're... Oh my god. What the hell is he gonna do? Okay, I'm playing this clip. I don't know what's gonna happen, but Kevin's gonna try to get back at- Who's calling me now? So Kevin's all like, hey, Wayne, come over here. I want to show you something's really cool. He's gonna, like, do something to him, like, to get him back. And this is gonna cause him to get into a fucking tussle. Alright, here we go. <laughs> it was mean. It was rotten. It was irresistible. What is it, Kev? You find something? Uh, no, Dad, it's nothing. It's for Wayne. Wayne! No, really. Let me take a look. Okay, I gotta rewind this thing for a second here. Okay, I gotta play this clip here because at first I'm like, did I hear that right? Because Kevin's, you know, this is before he does a little trick with, with Wayne, which uh, I'll get to in a second. Um, he kind of set something up because there's a drop there as he was coming in. He's like, okay, this would be perfect to, you know, pull one over on Wayne. And he's like, well, if I can't catch a fish, I can always catch... A 140-pound largemouth. And I had to rewind this because I'm like, did he just say what I think he said? He said 140-pound loud mouth or largemouth ass. At first I was like, wait, did he say bass or ass? So I'm going to play that clip right now. I could play rough too. After all, if I couldn't catch a fish, there was always a chance I might snare myself. A hundred and forty pound large mouth ass. Alright, so you guys listen to that clip and you tell me, I heard ass. I heard ass. Like, whoa, um, have we heard Kevin, I mean, he's probably said hell or something like that. Or maybe, I don't know if he said damn, but ass? Alright. But anyway, he's like, Wayne, come over here. Wayne, come here. I gotta show you something really cool. And of course, Jack's like, oh, really? Oh, let me see. And Kevin's like, no, no, dad, dad, this is for Wayne. Don't come over here. He's like, no, no, let me see. La, 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 la. And you see it in slow motion. And Jack has this big smile on his face. He goes down. He hits that drop immediately. And at first, all you, you Kevin's like, dad, dad. 
And we just see Jack's fishing hat float to the top. And just bubbles come. Like, somebody grab him. He's probably drowning. He's drowning. No, he's not drowning. Because we see him kind of uh, ringing out his waiters. He's in um, his white t-shirt and boxers. Which are not drenched at all. Which is surprising because he would be completely drenched. So, he must have waiters for all three of them, then. Because Jack's, like, wringing out his waiters as lots of water is pouring through. But his underwear and his white t-shirt are completely bone dry. They're not drenched at all. And Kevin, of course, you hear him apologizing, like, Dad, I'm sorry. And Jack just looks at Kevin with the dirtiest look, like, Son, don't even come near me right now. I'm too pissed off. Sorry, Dad. Yeah. You know, it wasn't supposed to happen like that. Uh-huh. I hope you're not mad. Of course, this was my father. He, of all men, could appreciate the humor in this. How could you pull a stupid stunt like that? Kevin, someone could have been hurt. Okay, I knew what was required here. An honest apology. Straight... Simple and heartfelt. I'm sorry, Dad. I tried to warn you, and you were there, and... And you weren't. But maybe it was the lack of sleep. Or maybe it was seeing him standing there in wet boxer shorts. And, uh... I'm also sorry about losing your hat. But I bet it's caught a lot of fish by now. It was awful. The madder he got, the funnier it seemed. And then... Hey, you guys! I got a fish! I got a fish! From the brink of annihilation... Get to that! ...came salvation. Suddenly, we knew to a man exactly why we had come. It didn't matter that we made the initial strike. We were all one unit now. A well-oiled machine working in harmony to bring glory to our quest. laugh as he makes you look oh sorry dad sorry about your your hat but I bet it's caught a lot of fish as Jack's still wringing out his clothes he's and then Wayne kind of breaks like hey guys guys I got a fish I got it and Wayne is real I mean you can see the line and the top of the fishing pole is like bent like curved as he's like trying to yank in this fish And so this is kind of, you know, making up for it a little bit. Like, you know, Jack being angry. And here's what I don't get. Jack's like, oh, Kevin, get the net. I'm going to put my pants on. Why? They're wet. Jack, you're just in boxer shorts. No one's going to, your boys are there. It's fine. No one's going to be peeking at you. Just 
Why waste time putting on your pants? So they go over there. They help Wayne pull this ginormous damn 12-pound, 30-pound fish. As you can hear Kevin talk about it, it gets bigger. It goes from 12 pounds to 30 pounds. And they finally, they get the, the fish, put it in the little, like, wicker basket corral thing. And they're like, oh, great. This is, it makes up for what happened. Apparently, they don't close the thing. They just, and the, and the wicker basket thing with the fish now in it is right near the edge. So, of course, when it tips over, because the thing at the top is not uh, down, it's not latched, boom, fishy go bye-bye. Fishy's going to go back and live to see another day. Because, guys, 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 oh, well, there goes that yummy fish. That fish would have fed all three of them, and they probably would have had leftovers. But I think it's interesting how the fact that when they put the fish in there, the hook and the line is completely not in the fish's mouth. It was, like, it just fell out. So now, well, they had four cans of beans, so they make all four cans of it. And I, I'm sure they must have had a can opener. But, yeah, they're roasting weenies and beans for their din-din. What did they have for breakfast? Yeah, they didn't have any breakfast food. So are they just eating one square meal a day? Like, that's it? Dinner's all we're having? Because they haven't caught any fish. Boiler! They are roughing it! They got a cast iron skillet for the beans. They got those metal, like, plate tray thingies. They are really roughing it. The only thing that would complete that was if they just started eating it with their hands instead of forks. Although, what do you think is better to eat baked beans with forks or spoons? I think, even though a fork is, you know, that's probably the norm, a spoon would scoop up a lot more baked beans and they wouldn't be falling off your fork. I don't believe it. Beans again. Let's face it. We were failures. As campers, as anglers, as men. Well, I know. Why don't we cook up Kevin's catch? Nothing like the taste of barbecue steel-belted radial. <laughs> or how about filet of Firestone? <laughs> Not to mention stand-up comedians. <laughs> Very funny. I hope you're all enjoying yourselves. Because I wasn't. I was fed up. Whoa, where are you going? I'm getting a beer. Kevin. Dad. I'm tired, I'm hot, and I'm sick of soda. So I'm having a beer, okay? And there it was. A challenge even Dad couldn't ignore. You know? Maybe the problem is we've been using the wrong lures. The stuff you buy in the store is no damn good. I'll tell you something. I get my place up here, things are going to be different. I couldn't believe it. I was trying my best to assert my manhood, and this guy was ignoring me like I was a little kid, and I wasn't going to take it anymore. Get off it, Dad, will you? What? All this stuff about building a cabin. You're never moving up here. Not in a million years. It was possibly the meanest thing I'd ever said to the man. 
but right then I didn't care. The way I saw it, turnabout was fair play. So, Wayne's complaining about beans and everything, and then he makes a crack about, you know, he's still bringing up the tire that Kevin caught. Like, oh, we can cook up the tire you caught, and everything like that. And Kevin's pissed off, he's had enough, he's like, heads over to the beer, and Jack's like, what are you doing? And Kevin's like, Dad, I'm tired of soda, I want a beer. It's like, I, yeah, unless they got t- more than two of those sodas, what else does he have to drink? But even still, I'm not advocating that an under a, a minor should be drinking alcohol. Um, Jack should have planned a little bit. He must have more than two bottles of pop. Um, and Jack just kind of looks at him, and he kind of like tilts his head like he's talking to Wayne like you know and he's still going on about you know how he he wants to get a cabin and everything and move up here one day and Kevin oh he is an asshole and the fact that afterwards he's he you know adult Kevin's looking back on the saying you know it's the meanest probably the meanest thing I ever said to him was yeah it was fucking uncalled for Kevin I don't care if you're angry you don't shit on someone's dreams like that whether or not they come true or not you don't do that you know, he's like, Dad, giving up this dream of you building a cabin out here? Psst, it's never going to happen. I don't think he said out there particularly, Kevin. I think he meant a place similar like that. But even still, Kevin, who the fuck do you think you are? And what right do you think you have to talk like that to your father? If I were Jack, I would have fucking slapped him across the face. Like, how dare you speak to me that way? But Jack just... He just kind of sits there, kind of crestfallen, like, I see. Like, he, he's hurt. I think Wayne would never speak to him like that. Where does Kevin get off thinking he has the right to? Kevin, and Kevin grabs a beer, and good for the beer, because Kevin needs to get his face soaked. Because he pops the top on the beer can, and <clears throat> beer splashes, and it's like, like, sprays in his face. So, Wayne's like, ah. And the boys kind of get into it. And Jack's like, what the hell is wrong with you boys? You know, I bring you up here to, you know, build some memories and, you know, really relive old times. And you guys just want to go at it all the time. Although, that's all like, you get Kevin and Wayne in a room together, that's exactly what they're going to do. They are going to eventually... You know, be on the ground, like, punching each other and shit. That's just how things end between them. So, and Jack, of course, I, I, you know, Jack's like, knock it off, boys, knock it off. And finally, I'm thinking, Jack's probably going to step in. And he does. Kevin gets Jack right in the chin with, you know, his elbow. Because Jack's grabbing, trying to, like, pull Kevin off of Wayne. And sure enough, boom, pops him in the elbow, not, or pops him in the chin, Jack falls back, knocks, it's like a, a whole, like, um, thing, almost like, you know, the mousetrap thing, like a, a, a thing of events that just, um, so yeah, knocks the beans off the fire, it hits the lamp, the lamp's on a, the lamp thing is on a string, goes, sails right down on that string and lands in that tent. Boom! Catches fire immediately. It's clearly not a flame retardant. 
uh, tent and they all just stand there watching this. Guys, get water! Get water! That tent! Oh my god, you're gonna set the forest on fire! You're gonna set the woods on fire! They just said, but, you know, and they're just caught up in, like, all of our memories in that tent. Gone. All gone. As we get another, like, home video montage of them just having a good time. Well, Kevin, damn it! That Kevin started this whole damn thing! He's gotta control that fucking temper of his! He's gotta control that temper. We've seen him six seasons out. We know how Kevin gets. Kevin cannot reel it in. You know, he, he's mouthing off. He's he's shitting on poor Jack with the jeans. His dreams of wanting to build a cabin? He, he's can't. This, we know. We know. Kevin can never laugh it off. He can't take a joke and just laugh it off like, oh, there is pumpkin fun of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's got to turn around because he's pissed off and, and take it out on somebody else. But I'm going to play this clip. <laughs> I don't believe it. That was great. Hey, Kev, this bud's on you. Get your hands off me. Why don't you make me scrote? I'm warning you, Wayne. Oh, I'm trembling. <laughs> Wayne. That's enough. What's the matter with you two? I bring you all the way up here to fish and all you do is fight. Honest to God, why can't we all just try and get along the way we used to? But the thing was, I don't think we could tell him any more than he could tell us. Hey. There's foam on your head. That's it. <laughs> That's when it happened. Things got a little out of hand. It was 18 years of memories, and there was nothing we could do but stand there. And one of the flashbacks, I swear it's almost like, I thought, is this like from season one? Because we, you know, how Kevin usually, through a lot of like seasons like one through four or whatever, were a lot of those shirts that were like striped. And it just made me think of that, um, season two episode one, Heart of Darkness, when Kevin and Paul and Gary are sitting around that campfire. And at first, I just, you know, it's just home movie footage of Kevin and his dad and Wayne. At first, I'm like, is that actually Fred Savage? And we get closer on the kid and like, no, it's not him. It's like a seven-year-old version of Kevin. So we get back to present day here. And of course, they don't have a tent. Where are they going to sleep? Well, they're going to sleep in the car.
help? Eh. I wasn't sure quite what to say. I wanted to make things right, but I knew I couldn't. Sorry about the tent. It's okay. But I knew he was lying. I knew Wayne and I had let him down. We'd gotten older. And the sad thing was, it was nobody's fault. Why'd we come on a stupid trip anyway? Well, <clears throat> we planned it. When you got a day off, you got us a day off. So, we came. Besides, it's only Saturday. Let's stay up here till tomorrow. Where are we gonna sleep? Maybe the hardest part of growing up is having those you always counted on look to you. I don't know. We'll think of something. So, as you heard in the clip, it's morning time, Kevin slept in the front of the car, Wayne slept in the back. So does that mean that Jack like, found a place to just hunker down and sleep outside somewhere? Because Kevin's feeling really low about what he said to his dad, and you know he wants to apologize, set things right, and... You know, Jack's just feeling down. He's like, why did we even come up here? And Kevin's like, well, I mean, you got me and Wayne a day off. You got yourself a day off and everything. It's just to come out and, you know, hang out and stuff like that. And Jack's like, you know, we should just, you know, pack up what's left and just get out of here and go home. And Kevin's like, hey, Dad, come on. You know, Kevin's trying to make things right. He's like, Dad, come on. Let's, it's only Saturday. Let's stay up here one more night. And Jack just kind of looks at Kevin like, really? Really? You want to do that? Like, may as well. And, you know, Jack kind of pats Kevin on the back. And things are good between them. Things are good. That's good. And, and really, when Kevin goes to apologize, Jack's pretty much, he's fine. You know, things are, he just lets it roll off him. He's like, he's had a night to sleep and think and everything. You know, he's feeling a little bad, but he's like, ah, you know, what's past is past. It's fine. Let's move on. So I'm going to play this clip. This is a really nice clip between Kevin and his dad as they're just standing side by side. They're fishing. They're having a great time. This is really nice. You know, a nice father and son bonding moment, which is awesome. They're not fighting. You know, Kevin's not getting in Jack's face about the whole thing with the cabin and whatnot. It's just, yeah. <laughs> we fished the rest of that day. Whoa. <laughs> catch much. Dad said he'd like to move up here and open a bait shop. I told him it was a great idea. I think he believed me. And in the end, I guess we finally figured out why we'd come here in the first place. We'd come to say goodbye. 
you know, and Jack even mentioned, like, hey, he thought, you know, moving up there, opening a bait shop, just buy the bait shop Wormerland Laney if you want to buy it, if you want to run a bait shop. Boom, you're good. You know, they didn't really, you know, Kevin says, you know, we didn't really catch anything, but just, you know, hanging out, me and my dad and everything. It's, it's It was cool. They had a good time. You know, they got a chance just, you know, him and... And Jack just having that father-son moment while Wayne's sleeping one off in the back seat. Because honestly, if you think about it, if Wayne was there, I really don't think that Jack and Kevin would have been able to have a moment like that there. And that's, guys, that's basically the episode. I, I thought it was a good episode. Um, I'm going to rate this one. I'm going to rate it a 4 out of 5. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, the only thing I didn't care for, of course, was the boys getting into a tussle that ended up with the tent catching on fire. Um, well, actually, um, the main thing was, you know, Kevin kind of shitting on Jack's dreams. I didn't like that. Um, the things I did like, you know, the Flower Power episode rating, it's going to be... Um, Actually, I'm going to rate it a 3 out of 5. I'm going to rate it 3 out of 5. The things I didn't like, of course, was Kevin shitting on Jack's dreams. The whole thing with the tent. The things I did like, I liked the ending with the talk between Jack and Kevin. Really made up for that. Um, I liked the whole thing in the paint shop with that woman telling uh, Jack that the guy had you know, died, and oh, you can't go up there anymore, they closed that road off, and Jack's just being determined to get out there, like, no, no, I'm gonna do this, and of course, I like the beginning of Jack, you know, getting the boys up at, like, early, like, six in the morning to take this trip, and everything like that, his father-son time, guys, this was a fun episode, um, as far as for Wonderly Words of Wisdom, guys, think about it. We only have our parents for a short amount of time. And when you're a kid, you guys, you're teenagers, really, you, you don't get along with your parents. You probably really don't. You're at opposite ends. It's not until you probably even are like in your, I wouldn't even say your 20s. I'd say like your late 20s, early 30s that you start to really maybe listen to what your parents have to say and, you know, learn from their experiences. Or even if you have children yourself, it's like, guys, treasure these moments and make your kids understand. It's like these moments we have with each other to bond and just, you know, hang out and be with each other and just make memories. You know, they're, eventually as you get older, so you become few and far between. You know, that's why I said, you know, I'm happy my sister gets to make these memories with my dad and take him on this two-week trip. Do I wish I could go? Sure, but it wasn't, you know, that wasn't an option for me to be able to go. You know, I, I got to work and everything, so, but just make those, those memories are memories that you are going to look back on years down the road and just. Those are the things that 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 you live for and you look back on and w with fondness and everything like that. And even if if you don't even you know if some of you don't have memories like that with you know your family, maybe you have them with your your friends and and you know can be applied to you know, your friends and and just whatever, just making memories that you can look back on with fondness and you know even with your kids, you know making sure that they have 
great memories that they can look back on and have with their children to make traditions. It's, it's all about, you know, traditions and, and family. And, you know, this episode was about the Arnold men. You know, Norma was not even in this episode, which is understandable. She was probably sleeping while uh, the guys were up. Although she probably did make them something. They, you know Norma would do that. She, she'd do that. Like, oh, my boys are going. I gotta make them a, a breakfast. Can't send them off on a three-hour trip on an empty stomach. So, it's a cute episode. I, you know, it just, it, it just makes me sad thinking about, you know, this is the final season of The Wonder Years. We know that they had to do a rush job on the series finale. We know that Jack passes away two years at, you know, a year after Kevin gets out of high school and goes to college and everything. So it's like, Kevin, treasure these memories, buddy. Because they are all you're going to have to hold on to when your dad is gone. And I hope that Kevin will kind of use this as, as, you know, for when he has his own kids and wants to make memories and stuff. So that quote that I quoted at the beginning of the episode, you know, the hardest part of growing up is having the ones you've always turned to turn to you. That actually came towards the end of the episode. And, of course, the quote at the end, the very end, We'd come this far. No sense turning back now. We fished the rest of that day. We didn't catch much. Okay, so they did catch some fish. Dad said he'd like to move up here and open a bait shop. I told him it was a great idea. I think he believed it. And in the end, I guess we finally figured out why we'd come here in the first place. We'd come to say goodbye. Guys, that is beautiful. And yes, in a way, they did. It's like the boys realized, because Jack's even like, why did we come up here? I was like, you know, you guys, you're too old to, you know, and it's just, yeah, it's like, you're older, you're moving on to doing other things, and it's like, I think Jack was like, wanting to hold on to that, those memories of all the good times, and hoping that maybe this time would be like that, but, you know, with everything that happened, you realize, like, no, it's not, those days are gone, just, you know, you, you can't replicate those. The boys aren't young kids that are latching on to dad and just saying, Dad, tell me a story. Dad, let's do this. Dad, dad, dad. Alright, so I am going to talk about next week's episode. And let me just tell you guys. Let me tell you. It's gonna be cray cray. Because you know, guys, what happens at a wedding. Yeah. Crazy craziness happens at weddings. Season 6, episode 3, entitled Scenes from a Wedding. Kevin and his family attend the wedding of his dad's boss's daughter. At the reception, Kevin tries to impress a girl by drinking champagne. Wayne recognizes that the bride was a former date, and Jack's boss angers him by flirting with Norma. And Jack's boss, you guys may remember, remember, um, what the, (laughs) I can't even think of his name, Paul Gleason, he played Principal Vernon, that's who he played. Um, he actually, R.I.P., he did pass away in 06, that's been 12, 12 years, guys. That is a long time. 
And this guy seems to always play an asshole. <laughs> and every I remember him being in an episode or a couple episodes of Boy Meets World. He was like the dean or something of that Pembroke College. And he was like such a jerk to Eric and um, Jack. But anyway, this guy plays Jack's boss. How many bosses? So this has got to be Jack's like third boss in the show because before that he had um Ken remember season four that golfing episode where Kevin had to be a caddy to Jack's boss oh that was fucking uncomfortable um but yeah actually let me tell you a little more about this episode Kevin gets drunk Wayne sees the bride as someone who he probably lost his virginity to and probably took her virginity at a wedding. That is the big thing. As the bride is with her new groom getting pictures taken and Wayne just kind of goes to Kevin like, hey, he might have waited, but she didn't. <laughs> and Wayne, Kevin just looks at Wayne like, are you serious? You and her? And Wayne's like, and Kevin's like, well, where did it happen? And Wayne's like, at a wedding. Wedding sex, guys. Wedding sex. You can't tell me that people that go to a wedding, at least one couple is going to be having sex later and not just the bride and the groom. And Kevin gets drunk by trying to... He wants to impress this girl, so he grabs like a bottle of champagne because the girl's like, hey, why don't you get a bottle of champagne and you'll meet me out by the gazebo. And she ends up bringing along this guy with the weirdest fucking hair I've ever seen. I, I'll talk about next week in next week's episode about the the groom's hair is freaking crazy, freaking crazy. But Paul Gleason plays um Jack's boss, and this guy has got no filter. You know, he's kissing up on Norma. He's like, oh, when are you going to leave the schlub and run away with me? It's like, dude. And Jack's just kind of smiling. It's like, this guy's his boss. What is he going to say? Oh, he's going to say something later, but I'll get into that next week. But this is going to be a fun, cray-cray episode. All right, let's say hey to some listeners. We got Oakville, Canada, Birmingham, Michigan, Seattle, Washington, Greensboro, North Carolina, Melbourne, Australia, Zephyrus, Florida. I'm sorry, Florida. I, I mispronounce this all the time. Mountain View, California, Ambler, Pennsylvania, Key Biscayne, yeah, again, Florida, Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates, oh, God. Milton, Canada, Mount Holly, New Jersey, Grover Beach, California, Paris, France, Graysonville, Maryland, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, the Philippines, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that one, Greensburg, Pennsylvania, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Atlanta, Georgia, Murat, India, Mumbai, India, Miami, Florida, Sacramento, California, Darlington, United Kingdom, Pompano, Pompano Beach, Florida, London, United Kingdom, um, Accrington, United Kingdom, Indonesia, 
Maryland, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, Jakarta, Indonesia, East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, Escondido, California, Poon, India, Chandler, Arizona, Queenstown, Maryland, Honolulu, Hawaii, Woodbridge, Virginia, Australia, Cairo, Egypt, Sand, Japan, Chilmet, Louisiana. I am, I, guys, first and foremost, I am so sorry if I mispronounced those cities. My deepest condolences. I am so sorry. You guys know I don't do that on purpose. I just, I really want to give you guys shouts out and I feel bad when I can't pronounce them. But as always, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This means the, the world to me. It really, really does. And I hope that, you know, you're also enjoying. I'm going to start um, Tea Time with Mr. Belvedere. I'm going to be doing season four starting next month. And we're going to do two episodes a month. And then, of course, next year we'll start, you know, season five and six. Um, I think next year, or maybe later this year, I'll try to do another episode of American Dreams and then continue season one through next year. Because I want to keep that going as well. And, yeah. So, look forward to Scenes from a Wedding next Thursday. It's going to be next Thursday, because they always usually do them either Thursday or Friday just due to, you know, the day I got to get groceries is payday and stuff like that. So I don't really have time to start the podcast when I uh, get groceries. But as I've said in the, in the past, you know, I always like to follow up. Uh, if you want to follow along with the podcast, you can do so at Facebook. Looking back at my Wonder Years, a Wonder Years Facebook page. You can do go to Instagram. Hold on a second. Oh. A lot of tea. Um, Instagram at LBOM Wonder Years Podcast. Uh, you can shoot me an email at LBOM Wonder Years Podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, please go to iTunes and leave a review. That really helps my podcast out, get it noticed by people and everything. So. Until next time, guys, have a great weekend. I hope the weather is going to be beautiful where you are. It's supposed to be beautiful this weekend. I want to get out of these 80-degree temps. I want some 65-degree weather, 60-degree weather. <clears throat> I'm ready for fall, guys. I'm ready for fall. Definitely. I mean, I love summer, don't get me wrong, but I don't love the hot, hot days, but... I'm a fall person. I really am. Love the colors. Love the pumpkin spice. Everything. Except for alcohol. But, um, alright. See you next, next, uh, Thursday. Bye-bye.